Live from the Living Sexy Studio Suites, it's Living Sexy with Blackjack Electric and Chastity on Gabnet.net and LivingSexyRadio.com. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network. I'm sitting in the passenger seat of my vehicle, facing backwards, straddling the love of my life. And he is deeply penetrated into the wonderful feelings I have for him. Getting it and getting it on. We could not wait. It was just had to be. And we were sitting in a parking lot on the runway of an Air Force station. That's what you do when you miss your man and woman. You do it anywhere, any place, anytime. It keeps everything exciting and hot. And we were super hot because he was out of town in several different areas for training. And the sex was incredible. So I highly recommend the long-distance relationships, not to mention the fact he was the love of my life. Tell me more about this love of your life stuff. How do you know somebody is the love of your life? Everything feels amazing. Every aspect, the intelligence, the fun-loving behavior, the way you look and the way you want to look for one another, you step your whole game up to this incredible height. And not to mention the fact that he actually made me wait. Like weeks. And I'm talking, this boy was like athletically perfect in every way. He wore a Speedo and rocked it so hard that the old ladies used to come out of their condos to see him. What did he do with his Speedo? He just filled it out in all the right places. G-Spot, do you like a man in a Speedo? I do not. Not even the really hot body man? No, I don't. Oh, honey, really? I know. I'm the Why? Yeah, but... But I wore Speedo over the weekend. I know you did, and I know you looked high. You rocked it. Speedo's not always about the, that are surrounding as much as what's in the package. No, you. I, I didn't see you in a Speedo. I saw you in, uh, in in man shorts. Yeah, those are my Speedo trunks. No, those are different. Those are no, not. No, they have no, no trick. Those, yeah. th- we're talking about the kind that show your, your uh, testicle sack kind of oh. an outline. Oh, yeah, we're not penis. even talking briefs. We're talking bikini. Yeah, like, oh. the, like they used to call them banana hammocks, right, yeah. back in the day. <laughs> and some even have just a string in between your cheeks, so. Well, you know, the cool thing is when you're a man, and here's, here's something that's interesting. A man that is hairy anyway, especially belly and legs, I mean, not ridiculously, but enough that there's fuzz everywhere on his body, can get away with no manscaping at all, even in a Speedo, if you think about it. Right? Because I know this guy didn't because he just was not of that upbringing, and it was just a different level for him. I mean, he was clean, don't get me wrong, but this guy would have never manscaped. And I just thought about that. I'm like, he's wearing a Speedo, and it looked okay. Boy, did it have little hairs poking out the sides or something, or what? But there's hairs everywhere. There was no break in the hairs. So this bathing suit just covered up the important parts. Well, Trick, uh, I know you're uh, quite a hairy man, but you actually manscape. No, I, I do the manscaping. It's necessary. Uh, I uh, clean the uh, genital regions very nicely, uh, buttocks in the back. And I do, uh, you know, some light escaping in other areas as well because I don't want it to get too out of control. Can you do that for others? 
Uh, what do you mean? All of it. Everything you talked about. I want it all. I want the cleaning of the buttocks and the other areas. <laughs> I want the, the waxing. No, I don't clean anybody else's buttocks. Nobody's not even, you know. Want to uh, thank uh, uh, want to thank Alex Bennett. <laughs> Enough of this tomfoolery. Want to thank Alex Bennett. This is Gabnet uh, Gabnet Live. Okay, we officially uh, have our Gabnet Live Skype feed up, uh, so you guys can join us on the El Citizeno Panelo, which is of course uh, Mexican for. Please don't build the wall. And give us a call at gabnet.net. And, uh, Trick, I heard a little funny take uh, on the cruise that I did, which uh, I'll share. Uh, but it was kind of a, a kind of a neat little video. Uh, but I want to thank Alex. We're going to have Alex on in about, uh, about a half hour. Uh, he's going to talk about uh, re- a long-distance relationship story that, uh, that he was involved with. And we're also going to talk about why long-distance relationships are better. And I've already shared my two cents or five cents, or I think it might have been a whole dollar's worth. Well, the big thing about long-distance relationships is I guess you have to wait to have sex, right? No, you do not. Oh, no, we have ways to do that as well. (laughs) Oh, yes, Yes. Well, you know, here's the thing. I mean, what kind of long-distance relationship is it? You have to specify this. If it's a Mm -hmm. swing relationship, long-distance relationship, then sex with other people may not be out of the question when you're uh, not having it with each other. Well, you can do, like, booty time instead of FaceTime. Oh, there's a new app. Oh, you're I really, like you're focused on yeah. the buttocks today. That's What's going awesome. on with you? Well, I, I want to see that part of the body if I'm going to be doing that. <laughs> Your face is not important unless you're getting off. Booty time. Yeah. Trick, what else is coming on tonight on our special GabNet uh, show tonight? Uh, it's always fun. We, we do uh, things I mean, a little different when we're on here. Yeah, I'm excited. Alex Bennett is going to be on. Of course, he is the uh, patriarch and the main man on GabNet. He joins us a little later on tonight. Also, we'll have Yanni. This is kind of interesting. This Yanni guy. Apparently, uh, this guy is quite the uh, quite the interesting fellow. And you've uh, got an interview with him. We're going to do later, right? You're going to love this guy, Yanni. This guy is living the dream, baby. He is having sex. He is having so much sex that when he was doing the interview, he actually was semi out of breath. Wow. Was he having sex at the time? He had just finished servicing. Uh, well, I don't want to give it all away. Well, you should have started the interview earlier. But uh, what we'll do is we'll talk. Well, we want people to just hang around and listen to GabNet.net. No, no, no. I mean the interview with him earlier. We can play it anytime we want. On well, GabNet. there's another story where we got kicked out of there. But oh. you know, before you can't we tape got... and have sex at the same time. Yeah, it was. It got a little messy. It's kind of like you uh, can't drink at the titty bars some places. What else we got tonight, Trick? Uh, we've got swingersboard.com uh, featuring Hit Us Up and Chase. I know you've got another great question from one of the Swingers Board members. We've got Sex in My City and G Spot. Where are we going tonight? We're going to go to London. I have my reasons. There okay. is a new restaurant that just opened. Well, you have to go eat, I suppose. Yes, you may. Uh, and then we've got our sexy artist uh, coming up. Uh, apparently, there's an elephant on the loose that needs to be caged, so we're going to do that. And then Ryan Reynolds coming to the aid of a movie theater. It's a crazy story. It's a stupid law. We'll tell you all about it coming up here uh, later on tonight. Now, through the magic of modern radio technology, we have brought you here all the way from across the globe. You are Yes, back. I've been doing a lot of traveling lately. You, last week, you were in Vegas for NAB. I was on a cruise. We met at Caliente, which is a clothing optional resort in the Tampa area. And uh, that was uh, yesterday and the day before. 
And now, after that, you flew to Clarksville, Washington, in order to do some interesting work that we're really not allowed to talk about because it's top secret. You're absolutely right about that. I can't tell you what I'm doing, but I can tell you that I am doing it. And we're glad to be doing it with you, big boy. We may even get you into the Magnum BBCs, which we're going to talk about later. Really? This sounds good. (laughs) Well, it don't sound bad, buddy boy. Anything Magnum is always good. I always used to like big Magnums of alcohol. You know, I always find it very interesting how many things are named that. And I remember being in the store with Blackjack one night, and I said, oh, my gosh. And he's like, what? And I'm like, ice cream bars. And he looks at it. He's like, no, they're condoms. I'm like, dude, they're in the freezer. Yes, we like Magnum. So they, they were Magnum. Oh, yeah, the ice cream bars. The ice cream yeah, bar. I can hardly ice get my mouth bars. around them. I haven't had one oh, before. Oh, they're really good. They Y'all are making me hungry. I, okay, could everyone please stop talking about food? <laughs> and not your... Because not your... I ate a good meal, but as you know, there's less blackjack than there used to be about four months ago. And so I'm just trying to kind of work my way around the fact that I don't eat like I used to. I did break down and have a Cuban sandwich, though, this weekend, Trick. Well, the uh, Cubans are good. I like the uh, mixture of elements. Did you have it uh, pressed in a, a, a panini? Pressed is the only way to have it, but you would uh, you would have it pressed in the uh, the pan cubano, which yes. is of course the famous Cuban bread uh, with a light flaky texture. However, yeah. they they took it and then they took like an American Italian sub, and then they combined it. So it's an American Cuban uh, redneck. But you know was, what it is? It's but, bastardized. Is but, you, it is. but you know <laughs> you what? You ruined it. It was a tasty little really? bastard. Well, that's, oh, yeah. That's nothing more than just the U.S. of A, folks. We all come from all those different it pieces was a, and parts. It was a tasty little bastard. You know, I know we're doing this whole week on long-distance relationships, so if you guys don't mind uh, me sharing a couple stories with you from my cruise. Now, of course, uh, me and Kong were uh, on each night uh, live from the... The beautiful pool deck on the MSC Davina with the lights that go right up. You know, they have those light bulbs that go from the bow to the stern and it creates this cool effect, right? And here is Kong right now to elaborate on the journey that we took. Kong, your timing is perfect. You just did an interview on Buell. I hope that went well. Or Bloom, right? B- M- Michael Blum. Oh, Blum. <laughs> Bloom, Blum. Blum, tomato, <laughs> tomato. We just came back from the MSC Davina. Can I ask you something? What did you think? What was your what was your, your total impression of the whole thing? Phenomenal. The trip from start to finish was amazing, and we documented everything, every step of the way, Jack, on our Snapchat for Mixing Sexy, actually. MixingSexy.com. It's a... Huge partner with Living Sexy Radio, and we love the live events. You know, we really are funny bastards on Snapchat. I didn't realize because they're they're only 10-second videos, so you really have to sharpen your comedy. So he'd say, hey, Jack, where are we going? And I'd have to come up with some goofy crap. And it actually worked. It was pretty great. And unfortunately, there wasn't a lot of service out in the middle of the ocean, so... Even though the videos were hilarious, half of them didn't post. So what I did was I saved them, and I'm going to put them all together from beginning to end, from the day we got on the ship to the moment we walked off 
at the Port of Miami, and we're going to put that video up on MixingSexy.com for your enjoyment. And we're talking about it first uh, right here on GabNet.net. Nobody knows about that yet, but it's going to become a viral sensation. I just feel it in my loins. (laughs) It's so scary. I'm telling you, I don't know what to think. You know, my loins, I think, are actually bigger and more stretched out after the cruise. The way you're itching over there and scratching and doing no, all that I'm stuff. No, I'm not what, itching. What, what I'm not that? itching my balls. I mean, I yes. think you might have caught something on yes, this. Yes, something. He's over I'm here not. just going. At no, it. I was just touching the fabric of my. You, you, sure, you um, were. No, of no. your life. No, she, I, she thought I was scratching my tests. <laughs> No, I was just playing with my shorts. Oh, okay. I no, oh, she doesn't believe me, Cog. <laughs> no, I'm going to share so that so that you guys are both put to rest. This is at the board BJ right here. Give him a little slack, lady. Nobody is. I'm, nobody's giving me a BJ right now. <laughs> exactly. No, he's at the board. That makes him... That makes me a little anxiety in the itch. No, it's not anxiety. I'm just touching my shorts because I like the I like the oh, tactile sensation. Touching my shorts. Is there I'm anybody not... that can do an inspection to I, see exa- if he doesn't have anything trick? going on? I'm down not there? getting that close. I'm All gonna right. go in the hospital. In hold two on. Days. Let me now. Hold on. Let me just pull down my ta- my pants real quick. Just oh real boy. Quick. Oh, that's the trick. Look what you've done. No, no, I'm not gonna do All it. Right. I'm not gonna do it. Well, since you and Kong were such close roommates, maybe it'll be okay. Well, Keith Kong, uh, I have to say. I have room with people over the years, you know, in college and uh, in small apartments. And this guy on a trip was absolutely best roommate, other than Mrs. Blackjack, of course. Great roommate. And, uh, you know, I get a little off kilter like I do occasionally, you know, rarely. And he kind of brought me back with his mentalism. And he was real good with it. Half, half the time I knew I was, I was being kind of manipulated by the master, but I didn't care anyway. <laughs> just, just use me, Cog. Use me. But uh, no, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. When, uh, what, what, what was your favorite moment? My favorite moment had to be Thursday night because we finally, you know, we were working the event. And it's a cruise, so you think this is going to be fun. And it was, but... It's a lot of work because we're part of the staff during during the event. So Thursday we decided we worked very hard and or actually I think it was Wednesday night. We decided we'd work hard and it was hump day and we wanted to do just that. So we got a little we, we basically took a break and we got inebriated to a high degree. And then we decided we were going to join the plus one club because, well, why not? And I forgot, really, the Plus One Club used to be called the Chocolate Club because the members are, are African-American. And I thought, well, Khan could probably fit in because he's kind of mocha, right? Uh, and then me, I have the dingling of a black man. And so I thought maybe, you know, just by having that type of member edge, I could get in and, you know, maybe kind of cut my stuff around and, and get it done, right? But after about four minutes... They they weren't having any of it, and they kind of asked us to leave, so we got kicked out of the Plus One Club. And, Jack, what did you say when that happened? <laughs> I don't remember what I said. Cog, what did I say? Oh, oh yeah. I turned to the guy, Trick, and you know what I said? What? I said, all I wanted to do was sit here with you gentlemen in a spirit of unanimity. Unanimity. And he and the guy, Patrick, said back, 
Unanimity. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know what the hell it meant. He probably thought I told him to go F himself. Well, yeah. And so we had to leave. And I, and I was a little perturbed. And I said, I said, I got to go find Yanni because Yanni wasn't there. And we had interviewed him. And I thought, hey, I've interviewed Yanni. I could become a member of the Plus One Club. This is what happens when you drink alcohol trick. You know, you yeah. make these kind of connections that have no basis in reality. So we just sat there and we turned around and we said, where the white women at? That's all we said. No, we didn't really say I that. I didn't say that. No, we didn't say that. <laughs> and then, you know, but I, I just wanted to sit there in the spirit of unanimity. And and that would have worked if they would have known what unanimity meant. I don't think it would have worked. I think they'd have kicked you out anyway. Now, I'll tell you my favorite part. My favorite part of the cruise was when I saw the lovely Taylor Sparks. Now, you know who that is, right? This is the owner of OrganicLovin.com. We had Taylor on. I think it was even before you joined the show, G-Spot. Had to be. And she, she had all these great items that she's talking about, like lube made from aloe vera and gold flex and things like that, and how to make your pussy... Oh. <laughs> Vegan And how condoms. to make your vagina sweeter. Um, it's the middle button, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, and then... <laughs> and I just loved her. And we bonded, tr- Trick. We sat, we had dinner... We sat naked on the beach, and I flicked her, uh, her, her, her nipple. Like, just flick, like a friendly flick, you know? Not like, oh, there's your nipple. Let me just flick it. Like, there was a bond there. There was a comfortable uh, A comfortable you know, nipple nature. and finger bond. Yes, yeah. I understand completely. Yeah, and she helped us store our cups. Remember, we had the, the cup tobacco. I don't sure. know if I told you about that. Yeah, I know all about the cups, yeah. But we got our cups. They got out to everyone, and, and I had some sex. So Keith, did you uh, did you have any carnal knowledge to share from the trip? Unfortunately, Keith has stepped away from the microphone. Here he is. Oh, here he is. He's so quick. Uh, did you have uh, any? <laughs> Excuse me. Did you have any carnal knowledge from the trip? I think that the trip is something that everyone should try, even if you're not in the lifestyle. And Honestly, a lot of the people that we talked to on the trip were not in the lifestyle, which is something I found very surprising. No, no, that's not what I asked. I asked if you, uh, if you <laughs> yourself. I think he's trying to avoid that. Yeah, he's question. trying to be a mentalist. This right is the there. political answer. Yeah. Um, well, I think. Oh, so you really were answering the question? Yeah. Oh, it didn't sound like it. It would have just required a yes or no, but I'm going to take the pressure off Keith Kong. See, Keith was working so hard for the show. And right. for MixingSexy.com, sure. he did not have time to copulate nor fornicate yeah, with none of that. anybody. No. 866-GET-SEXY is our number to call us live. Also, the it, it is official. We are now on Skype here with the uh, wonderful citizen panel. Just go to GabNet Live. GabNet so, Live, put um, that in. Yep. So, G-Spot, uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what's coming up? Uh, we're going to be involved with a big event the first uh, weekend in May, I believe it is. Uh, what, what's happening? Yes, we are in May. I believe it's May 6th. It's a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. They call it the Black and White Weekend. Seventh year uh, this year around. We have already sold out the tickets. Over 800 people will attend this event Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it might quiet down a little bit, 
But uh, Friday night, it will be a blast by the pool, inside, outside. Also, by the way, the next day, Living Sexy Radio will be poolside, checking everybody out and giving the reports of what's out there. But it's a great party, so join us. It's over off of uh, International Drive, Rosen Plaza. And uh, we got to wear black and white. Wear black and white. Now, what if I wear black and then, like... Can can some of us wear black and some are white, or does it have to be black and white? No, or could it be you can wear black, or? you can wear white. Well, you know, it almost sounds like it could yeah. be either way. You, you right? could be either way, but please don't accent any reds, any purples, any yellows, any oranges, or greens, because it does not get passed through the door. You must be in black, all black, all white, or you can mix black and white. So I have something that's off black. So I'm going to wear that. <laughs> Very be careful. He might have like a color thing out there, making sure like you a know, color wheel. You know when it gets to be off black, right? So after you watch it about a yeah, 500 yeah. times. <laughs> the dye goes away. But it's, it's black. Faded. Yeah, no, it'll work. It'll work. I once was uh, a minute in another uh, lifetime. I used to serve at a restaurant called uh, Olive Garden. You may have heard of it. We had to wear black pants. So, you know, you're, you're working all these shifts and you're just washing your pants over to and they kind of almost got like dark gray after a while. And the manager went, you're supposed to wear uh, black pants. And I said, they are black. He said, no, that's, uh, that's not black. <laughs> a little that's, secret. Uh, you know what you do is turn them inside out when you wash. That helps. See that? I didn't See? know that stuff that would have That would have lasted you a little longer. Yeah, you know, never wash in warm water. That's right. Always in cold. You know, I got down to, uh, to a buck 55. When I did that job. You were wearing skinny jeans. I was a tiny, tiny, well, not tiny, but um, G-Spot, I know it's time for something that you like to do. But before we do, I want to ask you something. Mm. Are you ready to go on our next cruise? Oh, please. I'll be standing first in line. I like to hear this. And I like to hear this. Ooh, baby, baby. Ooh, baby, baby. <laughs> Time for uh, gooey gossip. Beyonce in the news again. I guess she got tired of seeing all that Kardashian crap all the time. Say, where am my name? <laughs> I want to be in. I want to be in there. Well, you have to go check out this video that has just come out. And uh, for those, I actually saw it on my Facebook page. It came through my live stream. And apparently she has come out with this video. And you must go watch it. It's on uh, YouTube, I believe. Um, There is some links to it. But she literally is getting into a conversation about, we're assuming, it's not official, she is dissing Jay-Z. Oh, it's a great song. You like the song? I think it's kind of cool because I like I like her bold nature. I actually am really kind of into this formation tour and the album. And I've never really been a big Bay fan. My daughter is completely entranced with her. And I I kind of like her move. She's into a different style. She's right more now. fierce now. Yeah, she's she used very, to, didn't she's used to be fierce and fierce. very confident. And this is what I like about it. I think it's going to do a lot for the way loads of women who adore her. Well, so young girls and all the way up. Well, I, I personally don't really care for Beyonce. I never really have. <laughs> Wait. Well, why not? I, I just, I, I never have really found her to be that talented. I just, I haven't. I don't really care for her voice. I she don't is really, talented, though. Well, I mean, that's 
obviously an opinion. Don't think so. I, I just know she's you not. Th- you not like Rihanna thing. better? I do like Rihanna better. Rihanna is the original fierce woman, wouldn't you say so, Trick? Yes, I would say. Would you say that Beyonce is trying to kind of be more like a like a like a Rihanna, like a little more edge? Well, you know, I I don't know what her angle is, but this particular video, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I think it's very distasteful. Um, Do you, you have know, anything that we can play? Well, I I was trying, but okay. <laughs> it's too many F, too many f. Well, there there are a lot of f bombs in it. There's also a lot of uh, you know things that she's saying in general that she knows that he's cheated on her or someone has. Yes. What's well, the name of it? What's yeah. it called? Uh, uh, hold on, I I had it there, I had it, and then uh, we all went off into this uh, conversation. Well, while you're looking it up, I, I'll say this: uh, you and I pegged this what two years ago when uh, when that uh, story came out about the girl that was quashed really quick about Beyonce. Yeah, and, the little rapping chick. Yeah, the rapping chick. Well, Remember now th- there's there is some speculation, and I know you guys are going to laugh because I kind of laughed at it as well. Uh, Rachel Ray has something to do with this. No, it's not Rachel Ray. It's Rachel Roy. And poor <laughs> Rachel Ray. I was is... trying to get into that whole oh. thing. But thank you, Black Jack. Yes, you're right. People are mistaking it to be Poor Rachel, Rachel Ray. All she wants to do is make cookies and stuff. <laughs> and she got thrown under the bus <laughs> because it supposedly it's this other person that's being accused of and having And who the hell the is Rachel Roy? Nobody. That's why they all thought it was Rachel Ray because nobody knows knew, who knew Rachel was, Roy right. is. Do you know Trick? Yeah, Rachel Roy. Yeah, I know all about this girl. Well, what, what's her deal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so nonetheless, I don't really know what the name of this darn song is. I mean, she I kind of even... looks a little bit like uh, Danica Patrick. I thought she looked more like Demi Moore in her uh, thinner, thinner state, like the real more recent state. So nonetheless, I don't know if this is a media ploy, something for her just get her album going. I'm not sure. The video to me is very distasteful. My opinion, um, you know, if if in fact he did have an affair, she's got some very strong words for Mr. Jay Z. Uh, ba- basically, this is your final warning. Don't cheat on me again kind of attitude. So, Chase, what do you think of it, though? You have an opposite opinion. I'm not putting an opinion on... I, I, okay, first of all, I really seriously and sincerely doubt that she is going to literally say this expletive video in your face to Jay-Z. We're talking marketing here. We're talking yeah. about what the people want, and she's come out, and she's playing her role. And I, I mean, I they're pretty real. Like they're pretty the real, though. They don't. They I, don't seem like the kind of really put on too. But much, he has. Either. He has admitted to having an affair. Well, correct? He did. Okay, well, we well the this. relationship between this this girl, this uh, Rachel Roy girl, and Jay Z is because her ex husband Damon Dash started her clothing line with Jay Z. Her clothing line was something called Rokaware. And basically, this Rokaware line has now kind of been closed down. And so uh, she apparently got together and met with Jay-Z while that whole Rokaware thing was going on. And that's where this all started. So it'll be interesting. We'll follow this this week and see if any more comes out of it. And uh, maybe tomorrow we'll have a little bit of uh, parts of that video that we can share that's uh, allowed to be on the air. Uh, what we can do is we can post a video right now there at FixingSexy.com. We'll put it up. The name of the video is called Lemonade. Thank you. And, um, oh, and we'll it's got to be the naughty kind. The, 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 absolutely. We'll, we'll put it up at, uh, at MixingSexy.com right now. Just go to the... Living Sexy page there, and we'll have it available for you. Uh, you just have to create a quick login to get there, and it's absolutely free to do so. Now, um, interesting, uh, this is something that has been going on for many years. Olivia Newton-John, we all remember, beautiful Olivia Newton-John, um, 
she was with this guy, madly in love with them, a boyfriend. And do you guys remember this story about 11 years ago where he came up missing, the boyfriend came up missing? You guys don't remember yes, or recall I do. hearing this? Yes, yes. Well, no, he was supposedly remember. on a fishing trip. She was de- uh, just saddened, deeply yeah. saddened, and her whole world turned upside down because this guy just all of a sudden disappeared. This was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, but there was speculation that he was alive. However, last week, it is absolutely true. He, he is. is alive. So it was in it that bad being alive. in a He's alive. Poor well, Olivia. She, she must want to kick his ass. No, the fact that the dude would fake his own death to get away from her oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh well and the other thing is which is even crazier is that he only owed like thirty thousand dollars in debt it's not like he was in no, tons of it debt it was a complete escape from the celebrity act exactly no, he just didn't want to bang olivia anymore I now here's her. now here's the problem not only has he been found but he now has a new fiance so double whammy there so that well, just came well, out. Well, you know, you would think Olivia would be. I mean, she she was kind of high maintenance, but do you think she was that high maintenance? No, I just I don't know. I mean, nobody really knows the true story, but I just think it's ironic. This whole time, everybody pretty much said he's alive, he's alive, and everyone's like, no, he's dead, he's dead. And then boom, he comes finally out, and somebody gets a picture of him, foolproof, he's alive, and he's with a fiance. So that came out last week. And the last thing we're going to talk about because. You know, I honestly thought this whole Prince thing has put everybody, I think, in kind of a, you know, a, a wind whirl. I know it has for me. I, I still, right now, can't believe that he's not with us any longer. And the one thing, you know, right away, I don't know if you heard this, especially Trick and I, because we did this all last week while you boys were gone. Um, but we talked about how, I, you know, this guy died, and right away on Friday, once his autopsy was done, he was totally cremated. He didn't want a funeral. He didn't want anything other than just really close family and friends, right? So you would think in your mind he must have left something that described how he would want to be laid to rest, right? You would think. Well, it just came out he has no will. No will exists at all. So, yeah, take, take that in for a moment. So what you're saying is a guy like Prince, who really had his stuff together... Did not leave a will. He did not leave a will. It just came out today. So so then California law. Well, no, it's not California law. Well, That's no, split. But what's Minnesota law trick on this? What do you think? Like if there's no will. It well, goes- no, Minnesota law. Basically, if there's no will under Minnesota law, the family, the brothers and sisters, his brothers and sisters uh, are going to split up all of his stuff. And this includes full or half. And I believe he has one full sister and a few half brothers. And so there's like six living brothers and sisters. They'll all split the thing up. And it also goes to the children, too, of the the brothers and sisters. No, no, no. It doesn't go to the children unless the brother or sister is dead and they have children. Gotcha. Okay. So the children are not involved unless – and I think he has two – siblings that have died so if either of those two siblings has kids then those kids would get their one eighth or one seventh share depending on how that works you know trick uh not only do we talk about sex we also give you legal opinions even though we're not (laughs) lawyers about probate oh you you pulled that out of your butt pretty good i was kind of throwing it out there kind of seeing if you if you knew but you really know this stuff well i'm from minnesota and uh i went through a whole big rigmarole when my parents died so so let me ask uh, you this pretty well let me ask you this based on that and and there was some dissension right in the family over that whole process 
Yeah. Do you think that's why Prince didn't leave a will? Because he didn't want to create that kind of dissension among his family members. No, I, I, I'm telling you what they said. They, they've literally said he just was not ready for any kind of dealings like that. I mean, he, he spoke about it supposedly, but he just never thought it would be a necessity. Yeah. I, I'm sure most of us do feel that way sometimes. But what I thought was interesting, in my opinion, is definitely when he passed. Because if you don't have a will and you don't tell people how you want to be buried or, you know, uh, recess no or being on life support whatever yeah living well you know what i mean then he must have made some very poignant this is what i want when i pass well from what i understand uh i believe he was a jehovah's witness and so they don't like to do the the funerals or any big ceremonies so i think that that was just his decision Yeah. yeah but it was just interesting that that was all in place but the will wasn't so yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, well, that's why I had the theory that he didn't want to create that that kind of now, feeling among his family. Also, and what Trick and I also talked about is that there's a vault of thousands and thousands of hours of studio time. So I wonder what's going to happen with that as well. This will be very interesting in, in the days well, to come. Well, of course, the vault is part of the estate. Right. So whatever happens with the proceeds from those songs, you know, in perpetuity. Uh, whether it be rights or whether it be the, that they get sold or whatever it is, uh, those are all going to get split as well uh, amongst the family members. So I, there's a lot of money to be had here by everybody. But I believe that he had kind of some guidance on what he wanted done with this because we heard about it in one of the interviews that we played last week. So I I, I believe and I have faith that his family is going to go along with his wishes on that particular aspect because that is who he was, and they want to keep his spirit alive and in one piece. Well, Trick, what do we got coming up next? Oh, we're going to take all our clothes off and uh, enjoy Alex Bennett, who's going to join us. Uh, he's uh, going to talk about his thoughts about long-distance relationships, and we'll get into uh, a great interview later on with Yanni. This guy apparently is, is quite the sex man. Also, swingersboard.com is featuring Hit Us Up tonight. Chase has got another question. We're going to visit London for Sex in My City, and of course, we'll get to all of our tips for your long-distance love, which is our topic all week long uh, right here on Living Sexy. All right, Trick. Well, let's do that. This is Living Sexy Radio at livingsexyradio.com and gabnet.net. I'm Blackjack. I'm Chastity. Electric. Come over here. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. This is Jack. I want to tell you about a brand new site. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is spend 30 seconds and sign up. It's MixingSexy.com. It is social. It is dating. It is all of the above. If you go to MixingSexy.com right now and sign up, you'll qualify for a three-day, two-night trip to New York, Orlando, Las Vegas, Hilton Head, or Pigeon Forge. And all you need to do is sign up at MixingSexy.com right now. We give away one trip every single day. Today could be your lucky day at MixingSexy.com. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch.
So I was, I was up at the pool deck, and I was rinsing myself off. I had just been in the, uh, in the hot tub, and I like to get hot in the hot tub, just like Eddie Murphy. And uh, then I was getting out, and this woman smiled at me from like, oh, maybe 20 feet away, then walked up to me, proceeded to rap with me a little bit, saying how she lives this conservative life in, uh, in Connecticut, and how she likes to walk on the wild side when she does one of these cruises. And uh, I have to tell you, she seduced me. What do you think of that one, man? I can't hardly believe it. <laughs> He's making it up, Trick. No, no, I am not making this up. As God is my witness. Alex Bennett, I got seduced. What? I, I, you were breaking up on me there. I say, uh, I say, I got seduced. You got seduced? Yeah, I was on this cruise. Yeah. This woman walked up to me. She put her hand down below the Mason yeah. Dixon, yeah. and then things started to rise like the South rose again. But she said, "Well, I have some time at my in my room. Would you like to join me?" So, I mean, yeah, I got seduced. It was like, it doesn't happen too often. I'm kind of happy about it. Alex Bennett, how are you? Okay, so that, was, that happened on your little cruise, did it? This was some cruise. Yeah, really? Have you, you've been on cruises, obviously. No. No, no he doesn't like them. I, aver- I have an aversion to cruises. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you something. When you see all these naked and half-naked people laying by the pool and all over the, you know, and, and, and the ship is just awesome, but especially the naked people, I think it would, you might That's- change your mind. No, I've seen that. Yeah, you've been there, saw that. But not on cruises. Well, that's true. It's just like swing, swingers conventions and the cats, Catskills. The hundreds of people would show up. And they'd all be having sex in the same room. Tell me more about these Catskill connections. What? What? <laughs> well, what? I mean, they were these people. They call themselves swingers. This is why I right. do Midnight Blue. They call themselves swingers. And uh, they 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 range from quite attractive to downright uh, not attractive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and they had group sex. You know, so uh, uh, you know, on a boat, I you know, I don't know how it's any different. Makes for a fun uh, fun week. Yeah, but I have an aversion to uh, cruises because you're stuck on that boat with the people if you don't want to be on that boat. You, know, you got to go where it goes. You can't go where you want to go. You know, things like You're that. You're kind of more a guy who likes to plan his own vacation. I like kind of more like uh, pick the spots have, and all that. I have a friend who loves cruises, just loves them, takes them all over the world. You know, very exotic ones, taking one to Egypt soon. Wow. Uh, and he loves them. And he keeps begging me to come along, and I keep turning them down because I just can't see being, you know, being stuck on a boat for two weeks. You, you almost feel like you'd like the walls would close in on you or something. But no, if you don't like the people around you, you're stuck with them. I, in fact, I didn't go to my, uh, uh, what was it, 30th or 40th high school reunion because when I got there, it was going to be on a boat that was going to go out for a little <laughs> while. And I saw all the people that were going onto that boat and right. looked. A bunch of really old people. And you don't want to be stuck on with those old farts. I want to get stuck on that boat with those old farts for you know, uh, several hours and not be able to do anything but swim out of there. You know, 
Well, Trick is, uh, this is the magic of radio. Trick is in uh, Clarksville, Washington. You're in New York, New York. I'm uh, down here in uh, the uh, beautiful Central Florida area. And uh, we're talking about long-distance relationships. We're having one right now, the, uh, the three of us, plus the two ladies in the studio. Trick? Yeah, I'm here. So um, tell me about your tell me about tell me about a, a long distance relationship. Did anyone ever work out for you? You talking to me? I was talking to you real quick. And oh, then, and then okay. I, and then I, I want then I want to throw it at Alex. All right, but, I thought we were talking to Alex. Okay, well, we are um, too. But as far as my long distance relationships, I've attempted a number of them over the years, and they have all painfully ended in total and complete disaster. Every time. Yes. You have a 100% track record on that. <laughs> yes, I do. I have to ask you a quick question. Did you follow any of the tips and techniques and all these little stories we're going to be sharing this week? Well, I read through all the, all the information that you provided and a bunch of research that I've done myself, and apparently I was doing these things all wrong. Yeah. So, Alex, uh, now I'm going to throw it to you. Uh, have you ever had any of these long-distance things work out? Have you ever been, even tried them? Yeah, well, I had one with an ex-girlfriend. She and I hook up, hooked up uh, together, and we had a long-distance relationship. She was in Cleveland, Ohio, and I was here in New York, and um, it, it didn't work out too well. How long I mean, did it, it last? Out, it didn't work out well the first time, so the second time wasn't necessary. <laughs> what did you? Well, what oh, did you no. try to do? What did you try to do different the second time? Like, did you try to see each other more, or did you try to spend more time on the phone? Or what? Well, how could you see each other more when she lives in Cleveland and you live in in New York? I mean, I I went there to see her because yeah. I had seen her in something like ten years. Uh, That's pretty long distance. And it was a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and I wish it had ended there because I'd have a wonderful memory. Yeah. You know. Uh, but I don't have a wonderful memory now. Well, you know, Alex, the first rule of relationships. She, she then came down and it turned sour, and that was it. <laughs> you know. So you should have just had the one final fling. A lot of times I, you get I, into I, a relationship I, like that, and you have, you come have back this, for one final. Yeah, I have this thing I've been uh, doing called the uh, in life in the passing lane, which is my life story, a chapter at a time. And in in New York, um, I mentioned a woman that I met. And she came by one one night, said, I want to go out with you. And it was somebody I had spotted across a crowded room somewhere and was turned on by. And she came by, and we had a whole full night of sex. And the next morning, she said, well, goodbye. I'm leaving. I said, what do you mean you're leaving? She says, I'm going to Boston. I'm moving to Boston. And so she moved to Boston. And we kept talking on the phone, kept talking on the phone. It was a long-distance relationship. And finally, one day, she said to me, uh, I'm coming back to New York. And I went, that's great. Because you're going to get some. Little did I know that it would turn into the worst relationship I ever had in my entire life. The worst? The worst. What made it the worst? It just, she was horrible. I mean, she was crazy. She was nuts. She wound up in a mental hospital a while. <laughs> wow. You know what? That's what works about long distance relationships, though. You almost have to be crazy. They can be as crazy as they want to be. Yep. No, but uh, she came back and it she moved in and it turned into a horrible, horrible relationship that wound up with her in a mental hospital and me almost going to one because of the way I'm having to deal with her. Well, you know, uh, you, you know that uh, when you're with crazy people. But what I'm saying is.
that if it had just been that one night, I would have a yeah. wonderful story to tell because, you. Because crazy women have, they really have the, give you no, the best sex, here, Here's the problem. You don't mix New York and Boston. You of all people should know this. No, but she was moving to Boston. She was. From it doesn't matter. Y'all just don't get along no, no. well. No, but Chase, she she was from New York. Nice. Though. She was from but New York. She was from though. New York. Oh, Chase is saying. I'm saying Chase, Boston and New York don't mix. But, but, but she was a Red Sox fan. You can't. You can never yeah. date you a Red Sox fan. You can have the one fiery relationship, like the one sexual experience, and you got to walk away, brother. Those two cities are well, not. Well, they clash. But what I'm saying here, the lesson to be learned here is yeah. sometimes. If you just have that one sexual experience, it might be best it if is you yeah. because no. you'll have a great story to tell your grandchildren. Or that you can way talk it, about it on Living Sexy Radio. Right, and that way you don't end up almost going to a mental institution but either. Now I have to tell you, it turned out terribly, and uh, it, it's not as fun a story as the one <laughs> night of passionate, unrelenting sex. You know. But was there that uh, that night of passionate, unrelenting oh, sex? Oh, my God. It oh, was yeah. Amazing. Well, I go. think you should try to focus on that, man. I think so. Yeah, Not the you, crazy you know, part. Sometimes relationships stay together for a long time because they think they're going to get back to that night, yeah. and they're never going to get back to that night. But Trick it's not bad to aspire to that. Well, you can aspire to it, <laughs> saying that if it goes, it's very hard to get back. Well, you, I always improve from that point on. I don't know what you're doing wrong. You know, I mean, it, let me say this to you. Uh, uh, Chastity. Uh, no, no, no. Our other yes. I keep forgetting. <laughs> oh, G spot. GG. Yes, G spot. Hi. Yeah, Alex. Alex Hi, wants to Alec. ask you something. Yes, no, please. No, no, I want to ask you something. Oh, you want to ask me something? I forgot your your. Oh, here. I'm I'm blackjack on here. Oh, you're blackjack. <laughs> yeah. okay. I was ready I'm, for my. Otherwise, question. I'm just Al Spry. But tonight, I'm blackjack. You know, you know. That's you're, who I am. It, you're yes. nom de porn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, so I um. Uh, you know, I mean, all I have to say is is that there are these moments, like on your trip that you took, and the woman grabbed your crotch and dragged you into her seat. No, no, it, it wasn't that brutal. I mean, there was a kind of almost just a light stroke over the pants. Oh, all right, you know. all right. Well, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. You scored, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. Okay. Yes. And you, now she called me master. She, she called me master at one point. She <laughs> she said, "Yes, can I please you, master?" She was oh. like down below there. And, oh. Well, then I think you should have gone a little further with it. And would you like a spanking? Have you been- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. I I'm I'm a good spanker. I am a good spanker. R- really good. I, I can I can spank with the best of them. I have there's I a rhythmic quality. Better. But I find after a while. The harder you spank somebody, the harder your hand hurts. No, there's so, four kinds of spanking. Really four, I, lear- I learned this from Goddess Phoenix. She's one of the elite dominatrixes in the United States. She told yeah. me there's four kinds of spanking. And, and of course, you could take some notes too, Trick. Uh, there's the finger tap, just the fingers. Then there's the full hand, right? Mm-hmm. right? Then there's the, um, let's see, full hand, fingers... Then there's the over the knee, which over is O. They, yeah, they call it O T K. Over the knees when oh, you oh you put somebody put over someone over your knee and then you spank them. them. So it's yeah. like yeah. fingers, oh fingers, palm, over the knee and rhythmic. Those are the four kinds of spanking. So I'm a rhythmic spanker. I like to kind of get a little beat going, you know, especially if there's some music playing. What, if you play them like they're bongos. What? Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> it's. Yeah, it's like a 
it's like you I feel like I'm in the uh you know in the Primo Cortez band or something like that. And I'm just kinda, you know. What do you what about you? What kind of spanker are you, Trick? Um, I'm uh, just kind of a I'm a full hand whacker. So you just take it and you just you smack it like you're smacking some like the horse, like you're saying, giddy up, like that kind of thing, right? Right. But there's a certain way that you do it. You need to strike it in the right place and you just need to strike it with the right rhythm. So you do rhythm too. Yeah. So you're combining. Now, what about you, Alex? What's your favorite technique? I don't know that I ever had a favorite technique. You, you kind of just played it as the woman kind of, yeah. Way the other person is in, enjoying it or not enjoying it, you know. I'll know when I'm going too hard. I'll know when I'm going too soft. But you yeah. didn't have a certain style. I don't know that I ever, you know, that I ever got to calling anything I did a style. Really? No. Yeah. What else? Like styles. What, what, Al, what Alex is saying. What Alex? I mean, it's not like on Seinfeld. Hey, that's my move. You know. I think what Alex is saying is like <laughs> he's not gonna he's not gonna walk in and go. All right, baby. Let me show you the Bennett move. You know, you know, something like that, right? No, you know? I just mean every time you do it to your lady friend, you do it in a certain. There's a certain way that's just you that you always start out that way. I don't mean hard or soft. I mean just the oh, actual means, technique I, 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 yeah, that's I can't used. Say that every woman I ever went out with, I made love to in exactly the same way. Right. No, that's not you know, what I mean. And, and that would indicate okay. a, No, no. I think what Chastity's trying to say. Is, it, I think what Chastity's trying to say is, did you ever? In your in your spanking travels, right through all the massive amounts of women that you have had, because you've been in this business long enough. And why do we go into radio? We go into radio the same reason we go into rock and roll, and that's to get uh, vagina. And uh, so, y- through your 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 different projects of spanking, there may have been something that you preferred to do, like you would pr- a preferred move. That's you saying. The preferred move? Nah. No. You just kind of no, saw I, the ass. I, I have many moves, and they were all, uh, and I adapted myself to the person I was with. I got gotcha. you. All right. I gotcha. We like that That's part. cool. You had a yeah. repertoire. Yeah, I had a repertoire, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you but, paid attention but, to the woman, which is way sexy. Far too many people go in and do it the same way every time. Mm-hmm. That, number one, is boring. That's boring. Um, yeah. That's obsessive, oddly enough. That's... Uh, uh, somebody, somebody, who has it said there's no such thing as a perversion unless you keep doing it the same way every time? <laughs> you know, right? Uh, I mean, you, you, I, it was dependent on the person I was with, and many times I'd be going out with two or three different women at a time that I was having sex with, and uh, each one, I remembered what their thing was, right. you know, the way and, they liked it. Yeah. It's yeah. good to remember yeah. that. Well, yeah. Alex Bennett. You're an awesome, sexy man. Before you go. Yes. Why don't you promote the new show that, uh, that's on, uh, on GabNet now? Well, no we one. have the intersection, and I hope it's on this week because uh, uh, there are some medical problems, not with the people on the show, but with people close to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're trying to figure out how to get them on. If not, I'll play a rerun before your new show goes on because we're going to have you on five nights a week now. And thank you for that. At 10 o'clock on Mondays and then by by recording, by uh, delay, shall we say, Mm -hmm. at 1 o'clock in the morning on Gap. Oh, my. So the Europeans will wake up to us. On the radio station they're listening to live, but if they miss you or... uh, uh, or whatever, you will now be on with us at uh, 1 o'clock in the morning till 3 in the morning. Well, we love being on GabNet, and we consider ourselves to be the uh, kind of, I think we're the craziest 
cousins of in the Gabnet family. You know, we're the yeah. kind of like there's got to be some spicy cousins, and <laughs> yeah. I consider ourselves the we're the uh, kissing cousins. We're the kissing spicy kissing cousins of, uh, well, of the Gabnet staff. Doing sex shows. I was listening to some old shows I did from San Francisco, and uh, we. Um, uh, we, uh, the one I was doing today, we were discussing the show that had been on the day before in which a stripper uh, came by and uh, took her fist and shoved it in a place where the sun don't shine. Yeah. Anal uh, fist. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. But, but <laughs> All right. Well, Alex. Alex. I, I, you know, I'm used to the sex show stuff. <laughs> it's good to have you on, man. It's always good to have you on. And uh, Thanks for that, You chef, are baby. Alex Bennett. You are king... And uh, King of Gabnet and uh, one of the great broadcasters of all time. Thanks for coming on. We love having you on the show. Thank you. All right, man. Have a great one. See Talk you to you later. This is great. I love, I love, I love Alex. You My know, goodness. He yeah, always was has. getting quite uh, descriptive there. He, <laughs> you know, he, you can always count on Alex to just bring got, it out of somewhere. I think that one's okay because we're in, we're in Safe Harbor. We're all right with that. I one. think we're fine. Yeah. We're okay. But it's a good thing we do this show when we do. That's all I'm gonna say. A little past prime time. It's just slightly past well, the family hour. I don't, I, I don't know if I believe that or not because I'm watching a lot of shows that are getting way deep into some subjects and and conversations that doesn't even come close to what we talk. No, about. no, we're actually pretty tame by comparison. Seriously, I'm, oh, I'm not yeah. kidding. Oh, definitely. Start at eight o'clock at night. I mean, the raciest I got today was someone touching my package. You know, I mean, yeah. Well, watch Tonight? some. Of the, Watch some of these reality TV shows that are repeat every day on Bravo that have very sexual uh, conversations and connotations going well, on. Well, here's crazy. the best part. Ours is not make-believe. We are real. We are giving you real-life situations, right. sexy angles of every single aspect, from a relationship to your health to family to getting into all kinds of interesting things. And we do them so that we can bring it back to you. So we are so much more than a made-up reality or whatever show you're going to watch. And we are here for you at 866-GET-SEXY. We want you to call in, tell us about what you think about the long-distance relationships, and we can tell you even how to have sex on one. Well, there is an opinion out there, Trick. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I'd like you to tell me about a little bit about it. Is, uh, sometimes long-distance relationships are better than relationships in the same area. What, what's that? Well, I, apparently the scarcity of the time that you get to spend together makes them more valuable, those minutes that you spend together more valuable. So you don't take it for granted. In other words, you know, when you, you, you get to talk or you get to spend some time on Skype or you get to, uh, you know, connect, uh, you really have to take the time to concentrate and to connect in a meaningful way because you have unlimited time to do it. So, and that makes sense to me. But at the same time, um, it, you know, it's not a lot of time to connect. So I think that could be a negative rather than be a positive as well. But I think that one of the other things is that you don't have to feel guilty to have a long-distance relationship because it's something that, that you have to do in order to maintain the relationship. So you're not taking time away from other things. And so you ever been at the house, right, and you're watching TV and, you know, some, somebody or your loved one comes up to you and starts talking to you and you have no idea what they just said. You knew that they talked to you and then they left the room. And it was like, boy, uh, I didn't really pay any attention to them. I didn't know what they said. They left the room. 
And if you're in a long-distance relationship, that's not happening, right? You're taking the time and really committing it to having the conversation. So that is an upside. Yes. Another one is the fact that you don't have to feel guilty about taking time for you and being just with yourself. Because a lot of people get smothered in a regular, you know, close relationship where you're living together, or at least within close proximity of one another. So another thing that you have to really look at is a, a huge positive. And I think people this this day and age in relationships forget about this because they get so caught up in what's expected and not what feels right. But it's safe, healthy, and happy for you to be you before you were ever in a relationship and while you're in a relationship. And when you can't be with them physically, that's what you do to fill in some of the time. This is not a uh, small amount of people either. About 3 million married Americans and as many as half of U.S. college students are in a long-distance relationship. Now, there's some science here that says that couples in long-distance relationships can be equally, if not more, satisfied as geographically close couples. But you didn't have that experience, Trick. No, I, I found that it was a frustrating and difficult uh situation because it, it was always a struggle about when we were going to actually see each other. And it took all kinds of planning. It took all kinds of money. It took all kinds of time away from work. Uh, and, and then when we finally did get together, there was so much hectic stuff going on that we really didn't sp spend the quality time together that we thought we were going to spend when we finally did get together. So it was really frustrating for me. And, and, and I, you know, I don't know how I could have done it differently other than maybe um, not include children uh, or, you know, have romantic getaways where we met in the middle somewhere maybe rather than have a place where we all got together and, you know, there was families involved and a bunch of other people around because then it, it kind of took away from the time we got to spend together. But there's a million people that are in these long-distance relationships. I mean... And especially with college-age kids, there's a lot of that going on because what happens, right? You get into a relationship in high school, and you don't want to break up, right? And, and, and you go to one college, and, 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 and she goes to the other college. Yeah, right. Or even more popular and more common is you meet in college, and you're from different areas. So you have those four, you know, six years, however many together, and then you go back to where you are or you find employment in separate locations. I was really surprised to see that 32.5% of college relationships are long distance. You know, that's, yeah, a, that's a really one third. tough yeah, yeah, it's a tough place to learn it. But, you know, one of the things that, that I believe that you and your significant other at the time didn't know or didn't have the opportunity to develop is you have to start it out with rules and, you know, be very open and honest about expectations and set up priorities for this is when we're going to meet. It's not all when we can do it. I mean, you really need to plan because the importance of that is planning and looking forward to the next time that you're together. So I don't think that you should leave it up to whatever happens. I think you need to make it a high priority, almost like going to your job every day. Well, do you think that in any long distance relationship, there has to at some point be a an end game where it's like, okay, um, on June, in June of 2016, we are going to move in together and, and make, and then all of a sudden now you make a plan to make that happen. Do you think that's a, a critical piece of the thing? 
I think it is. I think it's critical because it shows that you're committing to each other and that there's there's definitely an end game, something that you can look forward to. So I believe it's it's good to have something there that says at some point we're going to be together. I think it depends on your circumstances, because if you are together and a lot of people are in long distance relationships after they are married. So they are they've been married. They've lived cohabitated and then you know whatever circumstance came up brought them out to that long distance relationship and they've developed and done this for years you'd be surprised how many people commute especially you know depending on the type of work that they do they have to go where they can get that one job in however many in that city and their spouse is also on the upper level of their you know um, career and they have to be where they are so I think it depends on what you have when you first come into that long distance time, but you definitely have to lay out the plan. That is something you cannot just willy nilly deal with. Now I want to switch gears a little bit. We have a great, uh, a great black and white event that G spot was talking about earlier, but I want to tell a little bit more about that trick. Yeah, the Black and White Weekend. Uh, we are going to be there. Uh, I understand that the uh, the tickets are sold out for the Friday night soiree. Uh, however, the uh, hotel still has some space left, and you can come out for uh, any of the events that are going on over the weekend. It's going to happen at the Rosen Plaza Hotel. That is in Orlando, Florida, and it'll be the uh, 6th through the 8th of May. Of course, Living Sexy Radio is going to be there. Uh, we would love to uh, enjoy Black and White with you. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to find out more information, go to blackandwhiteweekend.com. That'll go right to their tickets page, and you'll see what is and what isn't available there. You can also find more about it on Facebook, and you can also find out about it on mixingsexy.com. I think I'm going to go uh, half my face will be black face. <laughs> like Phantom of like, the Opera. The way, yeah, like all the way oh, down. Oh, that would be like, fine. I think that would be actually cool. Like, yeah, that's why I asked you about the, the body other. painting because I have some ideas about this. Because it ain't black face if you only do half your face, right? You've already been no, there. No, just do the mask. mask. Remember, the mask. he just did the cruise thing. <laughs> He's still trying to sow still, his wild oats. <laughs> I want to try to be in the plus one club trick. <laughs> He's working it. Are uh, you sure you don't want to be in the Moose Minstrels? <laughs> Ew, that doesn't even sound good. What is that? You need to egg your eye more, sir. Well, Black. you know what the Moose Minstrel Show was, no, right? No, I have no idea what that is. What is oh, that? really? No, well, people painted their faces. For? That's oh, a minstrel. That's what it was. You, mean, you painted you mean, your faces, you mean, and you went up there, and you, and you performed. You're talking about blackface, minstrel shows. Yeah, right. Oh, I is never that heard what it was you, called? I thought you said moose minstrel show. Yeah, the moose the, the moose put them on most of the time, yeah. Oh, the yeah. moose the moose I'm, lodges? No, you know, I'm yeah, moose, moose club, yeah. I'm a moose member, by the way. Did I didn't you know, know that? that. I didn't know the mooses were that wild, man. That's oh yeah, pretty, that, that was pretty, all put on. A lot of the moose clubs did that. Pretty crazy there. racist stuff, man. What the heck's going on with those mooses? <laughs> Started um, in 1911, by the way. Jesus. Uh anyway, when's those dates again, G Spot for Black and White Weekend? May 6th, 7th, and 8th if you'd like to stay the entire weekend. This is Living Sexy Radio on Gabnet.net and also at LivingSexyRadio.com. 866-GET-SEXY is the number. 866-GET-SEXY. Gabnet Live on Skype. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on.
I've been a NASCAR fan for years. I have spent hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars on merchandise. I love rooting for my favorite driver, but let's face it, jerseys change every year. Sponsors change every year. This is an expensive undertaking to get your merchandise and go root for your favorite race car driver. And, you know, I know the men in my life want the official NASCAR merchandise. However, wouldn't it be great if you could get the most popular NASCAR and driver products for up to 70% off? And I was just wearing my Richard Petty stuff and... Uh... You know, just kind of hiding in the the upper stands. So I think really what you should do instead is save 70% off. Go to onmc.com forward slash living and you will save big. Wouldn't it be nice to get everything for 70% off? 70% off? How do you do that? Well, you become a member. Go to www.onmc.com slash living or livingsexyradio.com for more information on how you can save big. The planet's sexiest mix. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network. Broadcasting live from the United States of America. Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy. Broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. We like it when you watch. You know, it was a heck of a cruise. Tremendous cruise. And we got to interview a really interesting guy, Trick. Uh, a guy uh, who I would refer to, and you know I love these guys, these larger-than-life guys with really interesting stories. Now, you're going to hear a guy named Yanni. Yanni founded a club out of uh, Dallas called the Magnum BBCs. And... Uh, uh, Magnum refers to, of course, a large size. BBC stands for Big Black Something, uh, which you can use your imagination for. But uh, I, I'm just going to play this, uh, and you guys, uh, you guys make up your mind. His name is Yanni, and uh, Yanni is here live with us on Living Sexy Radio. Yanni, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. It's been a fantastic day. <laughs> all week long. Tell us uh, why it's been a fantastic day for you. Well, we've had like multiple sessions today, even uh, uh, visiting San Juan. And as far as actual playing goes, it's been pretty much nonstop. It's almost like you never have, to, you don't have time to even eat and go to sleep and uh, go potty. It's always just constant, constant sex, constant ladies. We're loving it. Constant ladies, this sounds to me like every man's fantasy. Can you tell me about the group and how you ended up having constant sex on the MSC Davina for Couples Cruise? Well, uh, the group I have is Magnum BBCs. <clears throat> We're based out of Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, and it's something of a, a creation of mine. And one of the things, the uh, goals that we had is to be able to establish ourselves in some of the largest swing events the world has. And this is one of them. And we started off what was at one time called the chocolate room. Chocolate room didn't necessarily mean because, you know, you have to be a chocolate man, but, you know, it's part of that whole fetish and fantasy. But any gentleman that's, that's, that's viable and able to uh, deliver to the ladies a fantasy is able to participate. And we've been doing this for years, and I think we, what we say, we honed our craft 
Uh, as far as the guys I perform with, I think they're fantastic. It's an honor for me to be one of them as well. But since we have a, a rolling amount of years and I think a, a great performance record, we get requests to come back to the ship. And it's something we love. It's something that we're never going to give up and we're always going to try to perfect. Now, you seem a little bit out of breath. Um, assuming that you had a session right before we walked in, you're, you're sweating a little as well. Uh, what does an average session uh, consist of? Well, I'd say for this one here, if we're in a constant rollover mode, at least 15 minutes with each lady that comes through, and we have what we call a multiple man experience, so she may take on one, two, five of us. The one we just had was a little bit over an hour long. It was a fantasy this lady had for a bit of time. I met her, and I was referred to them by someone else that I'd known over years. And she talked about some of the fantasies that she had. And I told her we're 24-7. She doesn't necessarily have to come here at the time that the room is formally open. We can take her on almost any time. And three of us took her on today. And so, yes, maybe I'm a little winded. Actually, I'm a little hoarse, too. You know, yelling, screaming, ah! You know, uh, 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 <laughs> how do I say? Um... It's like a performance almost, right? You're giving a performance uh, sexually. Yes, I call it athletic social. And Rena said because it's like going to the Super Bowl because every day we have to work out. Every day we have to stretch. Every day we have some things to make sure we're preserved and to make sure we have that stamina. We run, lift weights, and the rest of that. So we do those exercises. Uh, that's just a little bit of the interview. I think we'll play a little more of this interview uh, later on. But I, I just wanted to. What were your ah, impressions? That's interesting. What's your impression on that one, Trick? That's interesting stuff, man. I can you imagine that these guys are are basically servicing all these women, and they do it in a in a workmanlike manner, and they have names <laughs> for the various uh, services they provide. <laughs> well, we have a 15-minute turnover rate. Right. I mean, <laughs> how, many, how, how many are in this group that they travel? What is it? Um, I saw about five guys. It might have been five or Are they doing it? Like, look, I'm trying to visually, in my mind, grasp there's, Okay, them. so there's a suite of rooms that they set aside on the cruise ship. Okay. And individual all, individual rooms. But they're all interconnected with either a balcony or an or an inside door. So they act as one big suite because it's just four regular rooms that are interconnected. It's not wow. a true suite, but it acts as a suite of rooms. Right. And these guys, you start in the first room and they put a little sign up in the in the elevator that says, Oh, if you want that chocolate sensation or if you wanna, you know, uh So you physically have to sign up. You, you have to sign to, up? What? No, sign no, you, no! You don't sign up. They just direct you to this oh, room number. Oh, you can number. just go it. Freely. Yeah, and then you go. Either you're a single woman or gotcha. a woman with a husband or whatever. You walk in, and then they're there to greet you, and they size you up. You tell them what you want, and they they accommodate you. And it that's really it. It's just a pick a black man or I didn't see any other colors. I, I guess they may have some other members who are other colors, but I was trying to join, and I don't know if, <laughs> if I fit the bill, but I think. <laughs> They, no, I don't think you uh, made the cut there, brother. Like I said, uh, you know, uh, maybe Keith Kong could have, but he's because he's kind of mocha. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's, yeah you just ruined it for him. That's he's all. caramel. Yeah. Yeah, I think if Kong would have gone in and mentalized him, then yeah. he would have been a member of the Plus One Club. So I basically, just they stayed pretty busy the whole entire time of the cruise, or was it just a specific time that they had their doors open? 
they were open really either by appointment or yeah. or at, in the room all the time. I mean, if you wanted to get yourself a member, you could get yourself a member without too much trouble. Interesting. And they would do stuff for you. It kind of sounds like the Cabana Boys I want. Yeah, they are the Cabana Boys, except they're just... Uh, I would name them Cabana that. men. I'd call them Cabana boys. Because they'd be Cabana men. I, like I wouldn't boys. use the word boys with African-American yeah, yeah. men. Well, yeah. my, my Cabana men would be more caramel because the Cabana is you know, more Spanish <laughs> so, Latino. You know, and, you know, Keith Kong refers to himself as caramel, guys. Yeah, so we need the caramel Cabana boys. There we go. We'll start something new. Trick, what do you think about caramel Cabana boys? I think it's a great idea. We should uh, oh, copyright you know it, and we should get it going immediately. It's our mixing sexy CCB. C- Cuban Cabana Boys? <laughs> Carmel, yeah, you've already Car- lost oh, track. Okay. You know what? He has, wow. to, he has this really short-term memory issue trick. I think he's still on this ship, actually. You know, I, I am. Did you guys have that swaying? Great. Do you ever do that swaying stuff for oh. a while when you get off the ship? Yeah, yeah. because you don't yeah. walk right because yeah. you're on this ship <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> you lay down and you're still rocking. Now, here's what happened with Keith Kong, you know, so we get on the ship mm. and... Um, you know, we have to kind of get, you know, it's always hectic when you're trying to find the room and get the luggage, get the, we had cups, we had these but signs we had to put up, all this stuff is happening the first day. I just about lost my mind, but then I got it together. And uh, why do you laugh? <laughs> it doesn't surprise me, I guess. Okay, well, that finger's for you. <laughs> and, but uh, you know so, I love you. I love you too. That finger's also for you. And uh, so we're on board and uh, uh, Keith Kong had been up at this point for 28 hours, he told me working on this paper and getting ready for the trip and buying his stuff. And, you know, he's just Keith Kong and working at the, uh, you know, as his mentalism and doing all this other stuff. And you know what, Trick? So he gets on board. He goes, all right, I'm getting a little, I'm feeling a little, feeling it. You know, I said, uh, I said, all right, Kong, why don't you go, why don't you go crash out? You know how long he slept, Trick? Uh, 24 hours. He slept 16 hours straight. <laughs> and I just checked on him every so often to make sure he was still alive and then, you know, comfortable <laughs> and all that. But he he slept sick. He didn't have dinner that first night. I let him sleep throughout the whole rest of the afternoon. I took care of all that other stuff in through the late morning. And he finally I said, Kong, you, you're going to get up? And he said, he got up, took a shower. He said, I feel great. I said, that's because I let you sleep 16 hours. Otherwise, you would have been useless on this damn trip. Because you know you you you'd be tired every day. Not a, not everybody can go six days straight without sleep like you and me, man. We're Keith is still growing. You know he's still a young man. So sure, sure. You know. Well, but, I I don't need that much sleep. I can party pretty hard still. I take my uh, OPC three and my Electromail, and I'm I'm good to go. How how big are your testicles now in the Electromail? Now you're a long term subject. Did they stop growing or are they still getting um, larger? Uh, no, I think they've filled out pretty much all the way now. Yeah. And so they're not going to get any larger than they are. I, I don't think so. I think I think it's just uh, they've reached a nice plump size <laughs> and they're, uh, you know, they're they're properly engorged at all times. And, uh, you know, it's a good look. Well, it's time for hit us up. And uh, we have a uh, we have an interesting question, Chase. Uh, I know that you always come up with some. Uh, they they write us very well on on hit us up, and Swingers Board is a great site. Uh, we love being partnered with them. We also want to tell you briefly before you launch in is uh, we are on mixingsexy.com. 
you should join MixingSexy.com right now. You know why? For no other reason. You will be entered in our, to our trip for another 45 minutes to go. You get a sexy, classy, just like G-Spot, trip to one of five sexy destinations. What are they, G-Spot? I don't know all five, but I'll name the ones I like. Okay. Las Vegas. Yeah. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas. All right. How about New York, Orlando, and Pigeon Ford? Pigeon Ford. And Hilton Head. <laughs> no, no, Can Pigeon you drive Hilton it? Head. We got them all five. Can you That's drive right. that? Pigeon Forge. Forge. <laughs> yes. Trey. <laughs> I'm going to forge on with my question now. Don't even yes. stop me. Yes, Chase. We are talking about long-distance relationships, so I, I, I really searched through the chronicles of all of these wonderful posters on Swingers Board to come up with something that hit a little bit on the topic, not only in the distance, but also in the connection, per se. So here we go. I'm going to brief it up because, you know, I can't read every single word of this gentleman's wonderful question. But he is concerned not about jealousy but about envy, and here is why. He just left a social gathering with a group of friends that are in a poly relationship. He's got a friends with benefit partner in this relationship, and there are certain times when their schedules conflict or they're both busy and they just don't always get to connect, just the two of them. So he enjoyed so much this you know event that they had together, and he finds himself envious of the time that her other poly partners get to spend with her. So he wants to know, you know, it's not that he wants her all to himself. He doesn't even want to spend less time with her other partners, but he just really wants to be able to spend more time with her. So, you know, kind of just getting some opinions out there. You know, it's the envious ability to not spend time with someone, but you're okay with your separate relationship and your separation of distance between one another. And he wants to know if anybody else is having any thoughts like that, if you've ever experienced envy with your poly partners or in the lifestyle. What do you guys think? I think that might be a, a natural thing that could happen because, you know, you f- might find some feelings or emotions that you didn't know you were going to have going into it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it could be possible. I think, though, that when, you, when you're approaching these kind of relationships with multiple partners, you've got to get that envy and jealousy long dead. You can't, you can't ever get that But they're that so involved. different. Trick. Envy and jealousy are tremendously different, in my opinion. How about you? No, you're right. They're two different things completely. Right, right. No, so, I'm, so no. it's not to be confused. Well, I'm, you, I mean, I, what I'm talking about though, they all come from the ego, right? So, if you you got to get your ego in check before you even enter these complicated relationships. Well, right? that's the, complicated in and of itself. But I think it's kind of healthy, actually, to be envious, and I think it's not in a bad way because you're so enamored with this person that you know you have this nice lifestyle relationship. They have their own little lifestyle relationship, and you're completely perfectly fine with it but sometimes it's like oh i want to be there sometimes a yeah little en- more than envious I envy is basically i wish i were them yes and 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 jealousy is i hate them because they are doing what they're doing yeah I, no I, no I, I i understand the difference yeah. but what i'm saying is both take you out of your place of gratitude you should yeah. just be grateful that you're getting two or three <laughs> kinds of vaginas or two and three kinds of penises and then uh, kind of just leave it at that. Well, I think it's I think it's normal, and I don't think you need to beat yourself up about it. I'm That's what I'm saying. Finish it out because if you have obviously picked the, the a really great individual for this situation yourself with the friends with benefits, so just try to keep it under control. But don't don't think that it's not normal. I think we all suffer from this, and it's not a bad thing. You know, a good way to to move envy into a more positive thing. I think What's what. That? 
uh, is to turn it into um, appreciation. And Jack, you kind of went mm-hmm. there, but you didn't go far enough with it. Aww. I think you need to say thank you, not only to the person that you're with for the limited time that you are, uh-huh. but to the people that are in that relationship. So in other words, you know, you're grateful for the time you get because you're getting time that she would be giving the other poly partners. So giving gratitude for that time you spend, mm-hmm. I think is going to make your envy go away yeah. or at least be, uh, be a lot uh, less of a concern because then it's this gracious thing that you're giving out and you're going to get all kinds of graciousness back from not only the one member of the poly group, but the other members as well, because they can see how much you really appreciate being involved. Well, I want to thank Lionheart72 for that really nice post. And we are going to reward you. I'm going to send you some information shortly, baby. Check your private message. Hey, now it's sex in my city time. We're going back to London. Oh, that was more <laughs> Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> We're going back to London, darling. It's a beautiful place. When and it's I not think, raining. Uh, well, you know, it, uh, but it always rains in London. Yes. You know, you get a tan by sitting in the English rain. <laughs> so, uh, Is this where about... I say spit spot? <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about... Um, Lovely and kinky London. Well, you know, I didn't know they were so kinky, actually, until uh, I looked into them a little bit. And it, this made national news, by the way. Um, this is their, uh, their motto. No shoes, no shirt, service. First time ever in the history of London, there is an all-naked restaurant that will be opening up in London. I can't wait. Can and you believe that? Na- they're all very naked. conservative in 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 England. They better be careful back in the kitchen because that grease splatters. <laughs> we Ooh. know that story. But however, um, and and let me just tell you, this is not going to be an inexpensive experience. For about a hundred dollars each, you will get to enjoy wood flamed grilled meals served on handmade clay crockery and edible cutlery in a space void of. Some modern trappings, they call it. But nonetheless, you will dine under a canopy of candle lights, creatively parchant with bamboo and wicker as they recline on wood-hewn furniture. This is their website. It just sounds like you're going to sit on some benches and just (laughs) eat with your hands. But you're going to be doing it naked, so... Here, give you 200 quid. You However, know. they say dripping candles, bare flames, and wicker seating might not be might not seem the friendliest climate for naked dining. What happens if you drop like a hot piece of meat on your penis or something? Right, bring a towel, uh, you know. But I'm going to tell you, they've already topped up. They haven't even opened yet, and already there's a waiting list of over 11,000 people. There you have it. Well, they're going to make it hell of a lot of money they're gonna make a hell of a lot of money but it's funny on some of the websites in the picture of the men that are enjoying this naked um <laughs> the naked uh dinner as he's sitting with a big yeah. salad are in you front really of gonna want to see these people make a trick you know what i mean i don't really like eating when i'm naked i i, I like to eat with clothes on yeah i do too I, it, it adds something especially experienced now i have eaten naked well, I've mean, um, eaten naked too, sure. But, but I mean, you're in a nice restaurant. Well, well, you know, aside the fact that you might be sitting on a bench, but it's it's an open restaurant. So when you get in there, I mean, you're 
disrobing. That's what you're doing, and you're paying $100 per person to do and that. And everyone so. is naked. Everyone's and are the lights naked. on? Okay. Well, it, it says candles. <laughs> it did say candles. You must have missed that part of my... Uh, what my... they do is they give each person six shots of whiskey. Yeah. And then they only put them in a candlelit room, so everyone looks like friggin' Marilyn Monroe. Absolutely. But I'm going to tell you what was interesting, because ever since we've started MixingSexy.com, you know, what I found so amazing is people in Europe are very open. They're very liberal. You know, walking around naked, I guess, is not a big deal to them. And I'll tell you what else is not a big deal is swinging orgies they're into all of it and what i have found in some places you can visit while you're in london one is called fever parties and it's literally house parties and club parties and they do a combination so what happens is number one you have to be a member but it's very high-end like for an example they had one 10th birthday party i guess they had been in existence for 10 years where they went to a 30th floor apartment in canary and Canary Wharf, and literally had mag- magazine coverage. They had all kinds of stuff with this particular fever parties, and they have them. You must be a member. It looks amazing, and they have DJs to playrooms to all kinds of great things that you can do at fever parties. I love the name. Another place that I found that's very much, it's not even swingers. It's more of group parties. So it goes into that line of orgies. And this is called the Phoenix Club. The Phoenix Club in downtown London as well is a place that you will have all kinds of parties. Uh, they, They even have their girls. For an example, every night they feature girls that you'll be able to have at this particular location. So if you want to go out on a Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday night, their web will change every day accordingly, and it will show you the girls that are going to be available. So I thought that was really interesting. And and the funnier part is that some of them have their faces kind of, you know how they block them out just a little bit? Yeah, they blur them. <laughs> yeah, they whatever. blur them, yeah. yeah. So some of these women are open, open. And then there's some where they blur them, but you get to at least see their bodies. And these are real lifetime pictures of them and what to expect. You know, I always thought it would be funny is uh, if you saw those blurred pictures of like a woman, you go to meet her and her face is like blurred in real life. How interesting would that be? Uh, let's hope that doesn't happen. But they have some pretty hot girls. I mean, some of them are blurred out. I'm showing a uh, blackjack trick. I'm showing him some of these pictures of the girls, and they'll tell you what nights they're available. Uh, when so you... it's a prostitution. Uh, I mean, how can it not be? Apparently, it's okay. So you pay to get into the club, right? basically. Right. And there's girls that work for the club that just hang around so they can have sex with the patrons. Pretty much. That's what it comes down to. And, uh, you know, and again, we were just looking at all these girls and they show their pictures. Some are blurred out and it's called the Phoenix Club in London. Very uh, popular. In fact, got some pretty high uh, ratings. And uh, so what does it cost to get in? Uh, you know, it doesn't really say it's, it's the, the website. It's interesting because it's very uh, simple, but they do have house rules, things about us, erotic stories. It does not say how much, I'm looking right now, it doesn't say how much it is to get into this place. But you do have to get in touch with them. You can't just show up. You have to get in touch with them. You ever notice that English women are either really, really hot or really not really that good looking? There's no in between, though. Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything at all. No. 
I am going to keep this completely closed mouthed. But I'm going to tell you, London, I did a lot of research. It's a fun place to be. And, and as MixingSexy.com, we have a lot of people from England that have joined into our club. Oh, you know, I love it. All the women that join our club and, yeah. join, and join Mixing well, Sexy, these are hot women. Well, they yeah. put some nice pictures up. That's all I got to say about it. But London seems like a great place to go. I'm not sure if I'll go visit that naked restaurant. But, uh, you know, it's interesting how very conservative they're becoming a little liberal. Which is kind of nice. Yeah, they're loosening up a little bit. The Brits, they they they're kinky. They're very kinky, and they they keep it a lot behind closed doors because they have to be so prim and proper. But I think they're becoming less so. Um, thank you, G Spot. You're welcome. This is lovely London. When are we going to London? I want to go to London. You know, uh, my mom used to always want to go to the palace and make the you know the guards that stand there. They can't make yeah. An, she wanted to, like, tickle him or try to get him to... You know how many times that's been done? I know. A million times. <laughs> but I think when she thought of it, it was probably, like, 1950 or something when she was still I think alive, the places like, that you would really like is, like, yeah. the Hard Rock, the original Hard Rock that the has... The original. The ori- I've been there. That was an amazing experience. So, that's, yeah, that, I, I know you would get into that. Thank you, I would. Yeah, I know you would. Hey, what's coming up, Trick? Ah, we've got the sex tips for your long-distance relationship. Signs you should maybe end your long-distance relationship, and we'll have our sexy artist as well as what Ryan Reynolds is doing. He's coming to the rescue with theater. It's the craziest thing that's going on. Uh, I can't even imagine they have this law in place, but uh, he doesn't like it, and uh, he's going to come to the rescue. We've got that story on the way before the night is through. It's all on the way here on Living Sexy, all brought to you by Premier Couple Superstore, MixingSexy.com, and Caliente Club and Resorts. You're listening to Living Sexy, starring Blackjack, Electric, and Chastity. What do you mean? Broadcasting live across the globe oh, what do you mean? at 10 Eastern. Since you're running out of time, what do you mean? Oh, 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 what do you mean? Better make up your mind, what do you mean? Show us your sexy. So how big is big enough? Look at you, Redanguisha. I don't think it can be too big. Well, I want it big enough to be satisfied. Well, what about quality over quantity? Oh, I want both. Listen, girls, just face it. Size does matter. Oh, yeah. When you want it big, you want Premier Couple Superstore, the biggest selection of DVDs, novelty items, lingerie, and online shopping. Premier delivers. Size does matter. Premier Couple Superstore, South OBT, or online at premiercouples.net. Premier Couple Superstore takes you where you Taking your life to a very sexy place. It's Living Sexy, broadcasting live with your hosts, Jack, Trick, and Chase. Turn your sexy on. Talk to me, This is Living Sexy Radio at livingsexyradio.com. Also, the wonderful Gabnet from our friend Alex Bennett. Thank you, Alex, for coming on tonight. Gabnet.net. Gabnet, G-A-B-N-E-T dot net. Check them out. Besides our show, they have some great shows, great programs, and uh, 
it's really a fun and unique network to be a part of. Now, when, of course, you're in one of these relationships, you have to also consider what we like to talk about on the show is uh, the sexual aspect, right? Yes. And if you can't be together physically, you have to have all kinds of little tools and techniques to keep it hot and sexy and satisfying. Because the last thing you want to have is sexual frustration wherever you are. G-Spot, what is the first of these uh, little sexual uh, tips and tricks that you can do? Well, one that I really like, and I'm going to go to the bottom of the page, is phone sex. Because I love phone sex. Tell us how you do it. I just love when someone talks dirty to me on the phone and uh, go full-blown masturbation. Why are you blinking your eyes at me like that? <laughs> Did you used to do it with like a partner yeah, that you had course. distance from? Yeah. I used to do it with yeah. the guy that I opened the show with. And we um, we had it timed so that we had certain things that we would say and certain signals so that we well, mine would wasn't plan all, our yeah. orgasms <laughs> together yeah, simultaneously. Mine, mine wasn't that good. But um, yeah, when I was a flight attendant, you know, the only communication that I really had was phone. So... Mm-hmm. All you could do is get on the phone and just talk really dirty. I well, love that. This was when you had a long-distance relationship. Yeah, yeah, of course, because I was flying around the world. So the only way I could communicate with anybody would be by phone. And that was your preferred way. It, well, absolutely. I mean, I, at the time, that's all I really had. Now, it's the closest I, thing, I guess. What oh, do you think, Trick? It's the best. Well, I like the, I like the, uh, the phone sex, but I, I like to add the video to it. So I, I like the FaceTime part. Yeah, I didn't have that. I wish. Yeah, because you can get good angles. You know, you set that phone or uh, iPad in a certain area or maybe put your laptop off to the side or, you know, she can have it like, you know, perched in there between her legs and she can be, you know, touching herself and doing all that good stuff. And then, you know, you can have yours in the appropriate location. And so it's kind of a mutual uh, turn on that, you know, you can be talking, looking, touching, and it's almost like you're there, but you're not. So, uh, did you just describe your current uh, situation? Did yeah, be- I mean, I here I am. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm out here a million miles away from hot chocolate, and uh, you know, I, I'm uh, horny as hell. So I, you know, I've got to, uh, you know, get on the phone with her, and hopefully we can connect up here tonight, uh, and uh, you know, get uh, get a little hot time going. Now, how long would a session be of hot time? Oh, I don't know, maybe fifteen or twenty minutes. That's a it's a nice chunk of change. Have you ever done the video sex uh, chastity? Yeah, well, I did it, but actually not with a partner. I did it online with a stranger watching my partner and I, and that was really pretty hot. But, you know, we don't always have. Let's say um, you're in a remote area or you're, you know, in another country where you don't have the, or say you're on a cruise. You don't have the opportunity to always do that, you know, FaceTime or right here at this moment. So here's an idea. You know you guys are going to be separated. So do a masturbation video for each other. Yes, I can say this word. And you can do it together while you're filming it. So that person isn't really put on the spot, so to speak. And you can really enjoy that when you're all alone and you can't connect. Yeah, you could watch her, and it's like watching your own private porn show with your, with your loved one. I and might you can even download lick the screen. You can download that, too. And yeah, and then you can put it online, and there then you, you share it with other people. <laughs> that's absolutely well, that's true. that's only after you break up. <laughs> or they find it. You know, that's one of the signs that you should break up, is if you make more on the video than you did in having fun with them. That's why Paris Hilton became Paris Hilton. You know, I think Kim Kardashian learned from Paris, because Paris really was the first one to blow that up, right? 
Well, they from were obscurity. really they hung out together back in those days. Yeah, from obscurity to the big deal, you know. Hey, if you can't make it in one way, you can do it in another naked. You know, Hardee's is, uh, I've taken a side, I went into a Hardee's yesterday, and, and they're showing this woman biting, about to bite into a hamburger, and she's got like this, like a sexualized look on her face. So they're selling, you, and you know the commercials, of course, with Paris and eating the hamburger and all that, so... They they're uh, they're really pushing the boundaries now with uh, with their food. Does she yeah, have... that's that's Carl's Jr. as well. Right? Same the, company. Is the juice yeah. dripping down her chin? No, she hadn't bit it yet, but just the anticipation looked like she was oh. going something for something other than a hamburger. See, I think you should be on the second bite with the juice coming down your chin. That's my marketing sure. strategy for the night. Sure, and on one of our one of our uh, computers here, we do have something resembling that, but. Uh, You'll have to use your imagination. <laughs> Here's something else uh, you can do. Uh, the, the thing, you know, I know you like the technology and stuff. You can do the uh, away-from-home uh, vaginally inserted products like buzzers and stuff and, and vibrators that are controlled remotely, right? Yeah. yeah, those are good things. Yeah, you get the virtual sex that we talked about where each partner has their own hookup and you literally are touching things to control what happens to your partner at the other end and vice versa. Do they have apps for that? Yes. It's actual, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's an app for your phone. I love that. Mm-hmm. Now, like you said earlier, sometimes, or you said every single time, these things don't work out for you. Well, well, for me, they don't. Yeah. Well, we're not none. None of us four, five with Keith, but he's so young, we almost can't include even some of these things we do. But nonetheless, no success through the long distance, or we would obviously still be in it. Correct. Here's well, fa- either that, or we'd be together in the same place right. that we had the Which, long distance. And that, and that happened to me, uh-huh. where I had that, and then came home and was with them for a few years, and then we broke up. Well, so here, how- here's five signs you need to end your long distance relationship. Number one, your uh, LDR routine is changing. In any relationship, you form certain patterns of behavior, right? You talk to your significant other on the phone every night, maybe like a certain time. One of the first indicators is it, it, these things are not working out is when you have, uh, when those patterns start to break. What's another one, Trick? Uh, well, one of the other ones is I think that that when there's this strange lack of communication on the other side, you know, uh, it, it's not so much that you don't call every night, but the text messages are getting less and less. There isn't the emails that you used to get with the pictures in them. Uh, you know, they're bu- they seem to be busier at work. There's other stuff going on that's kind of taking over the time, and and there's just no communication from the other way. And, and that's a huge thing to watch out for. Yes, it is. Uh, let's take a caller real quick. Uh, hello, this is Living Sexy Radio. Who's this? This is Martin. Hello, Martin. Uh, what's your uh, question tonight on Living Sexy? Yeah. Um, I'm, coming, I'm, I'm with my girl. I'm, I'm, I'm going out there tonight. And my, my question is, what's the best way I should get off with her? Get, I want to get Gigi. I want to get all... Uh, what's the best way uh, to get her... You want to take her all the way, or do you want to take her to one of the previous preceding bases? I don't think we're all the way. So you're taking her out. Now, where are you taking her out to? She's coming to a hotel and a spa. 
All right. So we have Martin, and uh, he wants to know how to go all the way with a girl. What would you suggest in the fastest way possible, G-Spot? Get her totally wasted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but we do not promote sex, drugs, or alcohol. Wait, we do promote sex. Wait a minute. Maybe you don't. I do. We got this, Martin. I say get her wasted. Martin, uh, you now have the answer. Uh, You will will proceed to, if you wish, of course, we're not advocating this, but there is a way to get her wasted, according to G-Spot. What do you think? Then I should go up to the room. Absolutely. And take advantage of her, by all means. No. No, we shouldn't <laughs> do this. However, use a condom, okay? How, however, I'm not, we, we aren't advocating this. This yeah, is this, G-Spot. This doesn't sound good. I don't like oh, this advice. Oh, come on. Advice. We're totally Wait, advocating hold, hold this. It's beautiful. Let, let's, talk, let's talk facts here for a moment, please. Okay. Any girl that's going to go to a nice resort or any kind of a hotel atmosphere you know what they start drinking because that's the way they get comfortable then they get so comfortable and they keep drinking they keep drinking then they're ready to go it's okay. it's very simple and here's here's rule number two she's not going to be there at that room with you if she wasn't expecting to have sex with you Correct. so there is no unwilling partner regardless of the inebriation level let's just say let's yeah. get her let's get her comfortably numb martin and yeah. let me and, give uh, you another piece of advice martin that you definitely need to remember don't talk yourself out of it because a lot of guys talk too damn much and the hard. girls do not appreciate that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is that? Shut do, up and what put do, out. You mean we, we just we talk like we're just too talkative, you mean? Yeah, you guys get nervous and your mouth flops instead of your penis getting hard. Right. All right, man. I, I, uh, I got one of those uh, things that you put up for us and all day. So, yeah. Send us a picture. All right, Martin. Thank you for calling Living Sexy <laughs> Radio. At livingsexyradio.com. Chase. Send me a picture of your penis, and, Martin. And, and Martin, if you join mixingsexy.com tonight, <laughs> you can post it. You can win a, a, a three day, two night vacation. Go there right now. Put in the code Living Sexy. Oh, yeah. One more. Sure, man. What's up? I should get my penis right. I should. Well, first she likes. She, last time she liked to play around with it. She likes to like. All right, all right, all right. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we got to go into private chat my for that. Goodness, <laughs> he's horny. Martin, Martin is a horny boy, and chastity tonight. What? I think. I think you got some of your some of your spirits coming back. Well, because I have just around the corner the physical fixation, and I'm very excited. No details, but all I can say is. Watch out, young studs! I'm gonna be back. And it's on, on the my playground. birthday, so imagine I have not that. been on the playground for. Yeah, some time. your your surgery is on G Spot's birthday That's in right. two days yeah, because we are celebrating life again. Yeah. Life, I tell you, <laughs> life, rebirth, <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm getting older. What the hell are you life. talking about? Oh, baby, I just get sexier. Well, you know what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do for G Spot? We got to do something special for G Spot. G Spot, we, we should we should have a birthday THC party. Diet. Do what? I'll come have the party in my room. That would be hot. Oh, great. <laughs> as long as I can get some good drugs while I'm You know what? There. I'll invite the sexiest doctor I know who is my doctor. He actually looks like Robert Downey Jr. I love him. And he's going to be going in from the vagina nice. to take care of my I'd just like to watch so this So I'm expression. kind of excited about this. <laughs> Thank you. G-Spot, we are going to, of course, tickle you in all your funny places, and we'll give you a great birthday of some kind mm. uh, because... Uh, because we think you're great. Thank you. Here's a here's a couple other points on that. Uh, 
Here's a real big one. This one's easy when you know you're, you're a long distance or LDR is uh, going south. Your partner stops communicating. You know how that feels, right, Trick? Yeah, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. They ghost you. You know, and, and all of a sudden, you're right. Hey, baby. <laughs> you know, I have a sad statistic for you, Mr. Trick. The total yes. percentage of long distance relationships that fail when changes aren't planned for. 70%. So one of the most important things that you have to understand is that no matter how you got involved in this, you have to allow for the nuances of the distance and all of the relationships in other parts of your area, not just the intimacy, that are going to evolve and move around. So I think being prepared for change is a very, almost number one, important. Well, the nice thing is I'm no longer in a long-distance relationship, so that's a good thing. Thank God for that. Except for tonight. Because you'd be cranky. Well, and tomorrow night. Right. And the night after that. <laughs> hey, quiet down. <laughs> quiet down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All, All right. So, so uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I bet you guys could never do it's that c- again. It's because I'm, s- I'm sitting in his chair tonight. Oh, exactly. So, uh, I have be- trick. I've become trickified. He used to always become you. Do you remember that about a year ago? <laughs> Do you think that we'll ever do that again? We haven't done that over two years to say the exact same thing. Now we, uh, we broke through that. Um, it is Sexy Artist of the Week time, mm-hmm. Trick. Yes, I was thinking about that just a moment ago. And uh, all right. So it is time. I had to do it your way. I like the way that you, that kind of works. So we're talking about a group called Cage the Elephant. I like these guys. I uh, saw these guys play, I don't know, three or four years ago at one of these all-day uh, concert events. You know, they've been around for 10 years. Great band. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, will, you will discover why uh, as we bring you KG Element. This is Mess Around. This is one you really like, Chase. Yeah. And, you so. know, they're from Bowling Green, Kentucky. And the beat singer is really cute. What do you think of those guys? That's cool. We got a nice sound. We haven't done the rock uh, lately, uh, too much rock. So Chase is like, let's yeah. let's rock I, tonight. You know, I am the rock and roll girl. That's my roots of my roots of my roots. I know I'm a country girl, but I was always into the rock and roll. And in those formative years, you know, the preteens, when I really wanted to touch myself a lot in the bedroom, I used to always listen to rock and roll music. You know, the cool thing about the video is they actually show a silent movie, like a silent movie with co- like, that was colorized and from like way back. 
They show the whole movie. That's it. And play the song to it. And it, and it works with it for some reason. It's really funny. So, uh, Cage the Elephant, Mess Around, Living Sexy Radio on Gabnet.net. Well, Trick, I can't wait to have you guys back on, uh, on one of those cruises because uh, we really... We really had a great time, and uh, it was great to have Keith Kong with me. Uh, we hope you, we made you guys laugh. How did you like our uh, How did you like our cut-ins? Did you enjoy them? Yeah, they were great. We had a whole bunch of people listening on WWPR in Tampa Bay, Bradenton, Sarasota, Florida, and uh, we really uh, got the calls on you guys. We had posts uh, that were coming in on Mixing Sexy. We had emails coming in wondering what you guys were going to do next. And, I, you know, we didn't know what you were going to do next, so it was exciting. <laughs> I was hoping they just wouldn't jump off the side of the ship. That's all I was caring about. You know, one point. night. One <laughs> yeah. night I was kind of... Here we go. A little God, loaded. I thought, you know, what if go. I just jump? And See? It's like, oh, my it's God. I like, told you. No, because then they could have been like... And blackjack was never found. You know, it's like one of those things like you're going away. You can't do that to us. You cannot the leap the ship of living sexy. But then radio. I thought about all the fun I was going to have with you guys. So I didn't do it. it. Yes. No, no, I, I'm not that type anyway. But wouldn't it be kind of cool to like blackjack man overboard? <laughs> um, no. Ryan Reynolds. What's he doing? <laughs> trick. Trick. Did he leave us? He, le- he, he, he left us. As you probably remember, Ryan <laughs> Reynolds uh, is, uh, is an actor that's played a couple of superheroes. His latest superhero is who? Uh, it would be uh, Deadpool. Deadpool, correct. That's a superhero's And Deadpool name? is one of those superheroes that is very irreverent. He's an anti-superhero. Uh, he, has, uh, he has gratuitous sex in this movie. The movie is rated R. Uh, and the movie has, uh, you know, uh, all kinds of uh, uh, various, uh, you know, booze and nudity and all kinds of stuff going on in the movie, which is not typical for a superhero flick like X-Men or, uh, you know, Avengers or something. Well, what happened is a movie theater in Utah showed the movie Deadpool. But during the movie, they served booze. Uh, you know, like beer and then wine and whatever. Because some theaters now, as you know, are serving alcohol. You can go in there and you can have a, a bucket of beer. You can have some, even mixed drinks in some cases. Well, it just so happens that the theater was cited under the Utah Code and could lose its liquor license and pay a $25,000 fine because they served liquor during a movie that supposedly uh, simulates sex and nudity, Mm -hmm. and as a result of that, it is against the law to have alcohol and naked people or partially naked people on a movie screen in Utah. Well, it's actually outlawed in many states, including the one we live in, in certain areas. It was a municipality issue because some of the, the bars that you would go to, you could not have nakedness complete if you right. served alcohol. Yeah, and yeah but this is a movie. I know, but I'm just telling you something. This isn't somebody okay. real that's ha- standing in front of you. I have to ask the stupid question of the night. Why the F did they debut it in Utah? Really? 
Well, they didn't debut anything in Utah. They was just they were just showing the movie. No, they, I think they, they were just showing it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, but the liquor serving at the movie was a debut of sorts. Is well, what I'm you to know, say. Yeah, they're just you, trying to make Utah, some dough off a of liquor. Okay, but Utah is so. not where I would do that. Okay. Well, anyway, this place called the Salt Lake City Bruvies Cinema Pub is uh, going to have to fight this thing. Otherwise, they're going to get the fine and they're going to get the uh, liquor license suspended and all of that stuff. And basically, the theater has filed a federal lawsuit against the state of Utah saying its First Amendment right of free speech was violated. And guess who has come to their uh, rescue and paid some money to fight this thing? It is Ryan Reynolds. Amen. He, he put up like five grand. And uh, then they also got another $12,000 uh, from fans in their GoFundMe campaign for this thing. You know what's going to be really odd about this? Because you can go back in history as well if you're presenting a case, right? Are you mean to tell me this is the only movie at this particular place that had this kind of content along with alcohol? I find that hard to believe. And this isn't a skin flick. This isn't some raunchy right. movie. But They've I'm got a couple of, of scenes where there's some, some sex going on and there, there's a nipple or two. Uh, and, and that's the end of it. But see, uh, it's not like it's a it's a it's a it's an adult film. But yeah, that's I mean, what not, I'm saying. It's not, it's not like what we showed in front of the RV at the last Talladega. No. <laughs> no. Well, remember the old draft houses, and they used to have porn playing. I guarantee you, this will be next very quickly. I think yeah. somebody has it in for the theater owner, and that's why they reported this. Because this is not even a law you would normally even enforce. Yeah, but how many actors come out and do this kind of thing? I think this is major applause for Ryan. I, I meant him. I think and that's good him. for Ryan. Yeah, very yep. good, Ryan. Not well, only his did reputation. You, he has like Emmy written all over him, but, the, but now he's coming to the, the people. I like it. Well, otherwise they call him a porn star, which, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. If they started saying that about me, I wouldn't. I wouldn't confirm or deny that this uh, type of thing exists. I guarantee there's been more movies with more explicit sex scenes than what they're talking about in this movie. Well, this Deadpool was nothing major. Exactly. I like Deadpool. It was a good movie. It was a great movie. I mean, I wouldn't bring my, you know, eight-year-old son to it. No, it uh, wasn't that kind of Well, if it's rated R, you're not allowed to anyway. Yeah. Well, a parent can bring their, their any, any age kid they want. Oh, yeah. If you're with a company by a parent, you can be any age, go to a rated well, R. But I, you just can't be a, without a parent. Gotcha. Because I remember my mom took me to see Frankenstein, the 19, like, was it 82 version? The one that was real gruesome. Now yeah, and my mom uh, brought me to see Bambi, and there was a <laughs> murder in that movie. Very true. <laughs> you still scarred about that, aren't you? I am. It scarred me for life. I was like six years old. What were you scored by, uh, Jesus? Not anything like that. I don't know. I don't really hold. What was the craziest movie you know, your uh, mom I, took I, you to? No, I'll tell you a quick story. No, no, no. It was I'll, R. I'll tell you a quick story, but it wasn't my mother. But my mother dropped me off with my stepbrother. And I'll never forget this. I had seen The Exorcist, right? And you know that devil voice, that get out kind oh, of yeah, voice, it's, right? It's freaky. Yeah. It's freaky, right? So I'd seen The Exorcist. I was so scared. And then my mother drops me off with my stepbrother, who was old enough to take me into this movie. And all I remember in Amityville Horror. Do you guys remember? Oh. In the very beginning, yeah. where the where the guy, yes. uh, the uh, the priest is up in the chapel. And the flies. And, and, yeah, and all of a sudden, it was like, get out. Yes. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and I... 
I ran as fast as I could out of that movie theater. And I called my mother, of course, on a payphone. And I said, Mom, please come get me. She's like, no, you're staying. You wanted to go. So you're going to stay at that movie. But I stayed outside the whole entire you time. No, I was scared to death. All right, so I have gotta, you I ever watched that movie to this day? I cannot watch really? that movie to this day. Oh, my God, I love that movie. Even, but I got- even the remake, I can't. I got a sexy spin on this whole going to the theater as the, you know, I was the poser parent or older sibling, and I was 13 with my girlfriend who was 11, and her mom dropped us off to Saturday Night Fever. Oh, well, that was a good one to watch. Oh, my God. That was great. (laughs) Well, I have an Amityville Horror Store, too. My mom took me when it first came out, and it was like, what, 1979? I'm Mm -hmm. impressionable. And I remember that same thing with that house. And those lights in the, that looked like eyes. The, oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Attic. It was like a pig or something walking up there in the attic. It well, was then, crazy. of course, they always said that was based on a true story. So, yeah. You know, you know that, the house where I rent a room has those same windows they, yeah, I don't from like the lake. Yeah, doesn't it? Blackjack knows. No, not, not they don't. They yeah, don't they look the like same that. at night. I've been out there. I know. Trick, what, what about you? you? You said your mom took you to see some Bambi. movies, right? Oh, Bambi, yeah. yeah. And uh, then, no, oh. I think the, the, the only movie I remember that I went to that was a little objectionable, I might have been a little young to see it, was The Deer Hunter. Oh, well, that was pretty. That was pretty hardcore stuff. That's though. hardcore. Yeah, yeah, I think I was about, I want to say I was 12 or 13, and my brother uh, brought me to that movie. And uh, I liked it. I thought it was good because they were shooting at Playboy centerfold pictures with their guns uh, behind the cabin during that movie. And I thought that was kind of fun. You know, uh, my mom took me to see Purple Rain. We went, I was I, probably 13 or something like that. And, and uh, she took me out in the middle when she saw that sex scene. She thought it was a little too much. Nikki. Really? Nikki, right? Yeah. She did. She liked the movie, but she, we never even stayed for the big finale yeah, with Purple that, Rain. That and was everything. Apollonia. Yeah, yeah. When he was yeah, doing. mom, mom, uh, mom could take me to see people getting you know run through and all that different <laughs> but stuff. But not shit. the uh, not the but act of. But you but were what age? Act, uh, what age, Blackjack? I don't know, thirteen. See, like th- I wouldn't let my thirteen-year-old either because that age right there, you're just asking for having to wash the sheets the next day. Well, we're good uh, Good for Ryan Reynolds. Uh, you know, kudos to him from Living Sexy Radio. Well, let's hope that uh, they get off uh, from uh, this fine and everything uh, at this uh, Utah movie theater. Well, that'll do it for tonight for Living Sexy Radio. It has been a blast, and uh, we will continue this topic all week long. We've got a lot of different takes on long-distance relationships. We'd love you to chime in, and uh, we appreciate you being a part of the Living Sexy family. Thank you to uh, 1490 WWPR in Tampa Bay. Thank you to Alex Bennett and Gabnet.net. And thank you for listening. Check out MixingSexy.com. MixingSexy.com. Put in the keyword Living Sexy. We'll give you three months completely and utterly free. I'm Chastity. It's electric. I'm Blackjack. G-Spot. We are living long distance sexy. You've been listening to Living Sexy on Gabnet.net. Find tonight's show and replays of our past shows on Gabnet.net. This is the Living Sexy Radio Network.